Hey everyone, <clears throat> and welcome to the Always Own podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we're here for our AEW Rampage live reaction. Uh, and Rampage is also live, so that's good. There's no spoilers. Um, yeah, uh, it's me and uh, like Emily tonight. Uh, so I guess it's going to be us tonight. Um, but we've done it before, so. Let's do it. <laughs> Man, oh man, tonight is going to be very interesting. It took them a while to announce more than two matches. I know. I It made me think something like really big was coming. Anytime there's like kind of like a, a quieter card, I'm like, okay, they're saving up for something big. It's kind of what they did when CM Punk debuted. <clears throat> but they... they I thought like this was a waste of money. Mike Tyson. I can't. I can't tell if they're trying to like just play upon like <laughs> the nostalgia of like when Mike Tyson came and did like the whole DX thing or like. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. Mad respect for the guy. So like, I really do like him a lot. I just, I'm curious. Is like, okay, what's what's the why behind it? And I'll say Jericho in commentary. So. Oh, he's got a nice suit on. Look at, oh my gosh. Because every time uh, he's been on AEW, he's been doing something with Jericho. Ooh. Getting right to it. That's AEW's uh, bread and butter. Like, <clears throat> when, they did, when they did that on Dynamite, they did like a 20 minute. Like, the only time it worked when it was MJF and CM Punk, that's the only time it worked. Yeah, but they try to do it with Jericho and Radiance is plummeting down. Right. If you're gonna do something like that, you need to do it with someone like CM Punk and MJF. But I feel like AEW is always known for jumping right into the matches. Like, yep. Unless it's gonna be a real talk, like CM Punk and MJF. Because it's it's hard. Like, I feel like if well, if you're like me, like I like a good. I'm not very patient for like the good stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm here. Like, let's go. Let's yeah. go. I want to see the good stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't know who this is. Let's see. Well, I know, I know he was, he was in New Japan probably. But. I feel like I'm still getting caught up on my New Japan wrestling history. Cause like we just, got through some of like the, the old pay-per-views and like some of the ones where like Omega was there for like the first time. So like I said, I got to get caught up on my new Japan. I know he was at Forbidden Door. He, he was, I don't, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. Cause I, I know who I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> it's okay. I, I know exactly how you feel. So like a lot of the current new Japan guys, I don't know who they are, but I knew like most of them who was there, who was there like AJ Styles Kenny Omega, Shinsuke. More than anything, I always like to see like the crowd reactions. Like I love it when they pan over to the audience and catch people like freaking out because that like makes me more hyped for people. No. The perfect match for that in AW is um the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Oh my gosh. That's still the best tag match AJ has ever had. I feel like I would I would say FTR versus Briscoes too, but that was technically ROH. 
it's so tough because like there are times I still I'm like okay like even if it's hard like I it's, I still, it's hard. I still don't think that Young Bucks and FTR has had their justice as on on a match. I agree because the first one at Full Gear was no one was really there. Second one was you had to worry about time on Dynamite. They need that pay per view match. It deserves a pay-per-view. I, I 100% agree. That's one match I would get super hyped for. It didn't get its justice both times. No. So like, that they just did it at full gear during the pandemic just to, just to have it really. Yeah. Because there was no fans and trying to get do something for people to watch. It's nothing like having the like live crowd there too, because like you know, they did with like everyone, you know, they did what they had to during the pandemic. But like that type of match deserves an audience, deserves like that moment. I know a lot of people when WWE had the wrestling from no one. Everyone said that it it felt the same. There's no way it felt the same. Like no. hundreds, thousands of people to no one. I don't see how it feel the same. No, I mean, like, the Thunderdome thing was, like, all cool and everything. It's just, like, there's still, like, a magic, like, to live fans being there. Like, there's no way. Yeah, Good no. try. Good try, though. <laughs> Especially guys like Brock Lesnar, and he's, he's done it for years. I had to give mad props to, like, the wrestlers during that time just because, like, I know they feed so much off of, like, the crowd mm-hmm. energy that when they don't have that, I'm like, that's got to be so at least AEW had an open area rather than they just had that one room they're in and it's pure silent there's nothing at least AEW did not have that well it it was at first then they had the wrestlers as the crowd Mm -hmm. oh that is amazing (laughs) Hey, he's actually pretty good. Wow. He looks like a... What's his name? Oh. What's the guy's name? Bruce Lee. That's who he looks like. He does! Yeah, like, especially in the face with the... Oh, my gosh, he really does. I'm curious to see what Ricky Starks is going to do tonight. I've been waiting for him all week. Apparently, he's been off TV. Something not related to wrestling. Oh, I hope I hope nothing like an emergency or anything. It always worries me because, like, it's like I know they have you know obviously personal lives and stuff, but I'm always like, okay, like hopefully nothing tragic. Like, ugh. yeah, everyone assumes it's wrestling related all the time, which. Hey, quick coffee and CM Punk. Always CM Punk can do that. Agreed. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Too soon, bro. Too soon for some of that. This feels like um, got Mike Tyson and you got <clears throat> Bruce Lee. I'm just gonna call him Bruce Lee. 
Agreed. You got two kind of like fiber guys on the same show, even though he's not. It's like it's a great. It feels like a great matchup in terms of like the commentary and then having him in the ring. I feel like they'll understand each other fairly well, even though I guess I know he can't hear Mike up there. It's just it's very. It's a good yeah. dynamic. I wonder if everyone, anyone spotted that. Like how he looks like Bruce Lee a little bit. As soon as you said, because like the whole time you look at him, you're like, I, I feel like I know him somehow from something. And it's like, yeah, it's the look. I like how Ricky Starks this week was trending, even though he hasn't been on TV. He's like, y'all got me trending. I'm just like, yeah, that'll happen when we all want to see you. She did it for more people, for other people more often. Yeah. I think you're starting to listen to the fans more about like when you do want to see certain people like come back. Because I've noticed, I feel like I've noticed Tony be more like active again on Twitter for a while. I feel like he was kind of just checking the box there, but now he's like actually engaging with the tweets and everything. Like, okay, he's kind of coming back around to like see what people want. Yeah, I feel like um, when A Day first started, they had Dark. <clears throat> they didn't really use as many. Well, they only had four matches, but they didn't really use many indie people. And then yeah. they used their own talent. Then Dark was a must see show at one point. The pandemic kind of screwed that up. Mm-hmm. Which, if you do that, you're able to use a lot more of your people because they're constantly expanding. There's only so much you can expand before. Yeah. But that's why you got Dark. That's why you got Rampage. That's why. I mean, it's, I mean, it's fine with bringing in a few guys like some kind of Bruce Lee, uh, someone like him, or it's fine bringing them occasionally, but you don't want to overdo it because you want to use your talent. Yeah, there's definitely got to be a balance. I feel like a lot of people. But I do feel miss, like. Yeah, I feel, some of the OGs. I, I feel like when they get this ROH stuff going, it's going to take a lot of stuff off of AEW. Yeah. It's got to be so difficult to, like, because I get it, like, you want to keep ROH, like, kind of alive, but I know a lot of people I've read feel like it just, it merits its own TV show and, like, own storylines. I feel like right now there's, like, kind of a title overload in in AEW, and, like, certain titles, like, aren't getting featured at all for, like, weeks upon weeks, and I'm like... That's only because of the ROH. Right. Like, TNT titles really been showcased. Mm Mm-hmm. I like Woodlow and Smojo together, but I just want to see them go against each other. I don't want to see them team up. I know. I'm like, just, it's okay. We can skip that part. I just want to see the, the actual fight between y'all. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got to be hard to like feature all of them. I think the one I struggle with too is like the TBS versus the TNT. Just because like it's always risky whenever you like name a title after a network. Because then when they switch, I always get really confused. So. I feel like they're gonna have a problem if they ever get off Warner Media, and well, it's, it's kind of easy. You just call it the AEW Men's Television Championship. No, Women's. This is stupid. <laughs> well, I swear, like when they uh, introduced the Mid Atlantic title, but this one, you know, it's it's like. I remember that day when he announced it, I swore it was going to be the trio's titles. And then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like really confused. Like I wasn't like upset. It was just like, 
Oh, another tight. Okay. <laughs> so. Like since the All Atlantic title's been a thing, it's been my favorite title in the EW. All of the title defenses have been top notch. I still think Pac should have never lost it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just if there was anybody who needed it. Yeah, it's Pac. Like you can't. I don't know. It's it's hard right. to convince me to take it off them. Man. Well, at least he's still a champion. AEW. Yeah. But I'm glad that, like they like they had. Uh, him lose Orange Cast in the very next week on Wednesday. They had him against best friends. So right. Like they, like they were going to have him lose everything in a short amount of time. but Because I know he likes to go home every once in a while. Yeah. And I guess Riho's went back home after that one time on Dynamite. That's true. This is not... That's tough that you're putting people under contract. Well, I think it's kind of easy if their contract expired, just keep them on a pay per appearance deals. Right. So you're not wasting money. It's It's got to be rough because it's like if you're on, I mean, like the whole, like, I don't know how you handle all the non compete stuff because, like, I suppose you can do like other events in between because, like, if you're not like featured prominently, like, or you're not in like a main storyline. It's like for the sake of the you know wrestler being able to work, I'd be like, yeah, like you can go off and do like some other stuff. But yeah, it just comes up. I get. I guess she lives in Japan. She's. I thought she was supposed to be moving to America. That's what I thought. I thought she was too. Like I feel like she. Maybe she has, but maybe it's not like fully solidified. I don't know. Sometimes people too have like two homes it's like i live well, here but then when i go home i live there and she, she does live in america she doesn't live here much she doesn't stay home much hmm. she's always in japan i always loved riho though because she was like i remember seeing her being like oh, she's like my size ish and she can wrestle yes <laughs> this, is, this does not look comfortable no <laughs> man they're gonna be feeling that oh my god like trying to untwist him in my head. <laughs> Gonna be feeling that tomorrow, Orange Cassidy. Man. Oh, that was good. Mike Tyson seeing this, and when you punch Shawn Michaels, like from wrestling back then to now, he's so much more into what he's actually participating in. Yeah, because like there was never matches like this. This Ooh. guy is solid too, Bruce Lee. He is just CM Punk and Nimrod should be pretty good. I feel like. Oh yeah, like body type wise and everything. Like I can tell by his wrestling style would be a good match. Yeah. Oh, almost... never could make it. At... Oh. Ooh. Was that almost, a warning angel? Oh he almost botched that, but luckily he saved it the last. Oh, oh, that that didn't look like the best landing, but yeah, that's gonna be a meme. Like one of these of Mike Tyson's gonna be a thing. Like how it was at uh, when he, when like he was yawning through a match or something. <laughs> when people use it and stuff. 
if if Orange Cassidy loses this, this is gonna be an upset. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, I, that face. <laughs> I knew he'd do something like that. Sounds like Orange Cassidy. Orange. His chest is so red right now. Oh my gosh. Oh, so, whew, that was a sweet punch. Oh my gosh. That was a good match. That was a really well done match. <laughs> Clearly, it took out Orange Cassidy. <laughs> it's just dead. Yeah. Please, someone make sure Orange Cassidy's still alive. Thank you. Oh, good. <laughs> That's how I felt about Darby the other day. I was like, can someone please make sure Darby's like alive over there? Thanks. Like, yeah. he's just he's just laying back there. I'm like, oh, ref? <laughs> Is he still kicking? That was a really good match. So nice to see JR back. I'm so glad he's cancer-free. A long, hard battle for him, I bet. Orange Cassidy needs to decide what theme does he want. I know. I keep getting it confused every time it like, plays a different one. I'm like, who's that? Who's coming out? Oh, it's him. Yeah. Well, some guy's like, hmm. that's going to be a t shirt. That'll be oh, a t shirt. Yeah. That'll be a t-shirt. It'll be a it'll be a plain white t-shirt with Orange Cassidy and Bruce Lee. I feel like it's going to be a really good, be a good women's match for full gear. Oh yeah, this one be good. <clears throat> I, I sort of knew it was coming, but like I'm, I was really glad when they confirmed it. Kind of wish they would just <clears throat> make this match for the women's title because yeah. And like even uh, Tony said that she hates being called interim. Kind of like how Moxley hated being called interim. Like yeah. like that's what. That's one thing I hope in 2023 that they stop the interim. I know it sucks you get injured, but you have to move on. Because the interim just makes it. I mean, like I guess in some ways you, I can see where like when the person comes back, it's like a guaranteed like showdown. It depends on the injury, really. Like if if someone had an ACL tear nine months without an actual champion, that'd be. And like if all the champions got injured, it'd be all interim. That'd be. Oh, that'd be a nightmare. And it feels like we're always gonna have an interim champion. CM Punk was out, interim, he comes back. Luckily, there was not an interim. Then the Rose gets injured. Oh, we have another interim. Who's next? Is Wardlow going to get injured? Gosh, I hope. I feel like AEW got bit by, like, the injury bug, and I'm, like, really worried for them. I mean, I know. Please take care of yourself, first and foremost. I know it sucks. You get injured, but you got to keep on going. And I'm sure the person who's holding Tyler doesn't want it to be held hostage. Yeah. CM Punk staying at AEW. I think he will. Uh, AEW put out some new merchandise with CM Punk. 
Dang. Yeah, the Christmas ornaments and stuff. I was like, okay. yeah, I bought his. Yeah, I bought his ornament. Um, so if they're selling his merchandise and they wouldn't be planning, if there was there's gonna buy his contract. I don't think they would be trying to make money off of him. So I feel like that story is like not like as over as people think it is. Like I think people are like, oh, he's done. Like that's it. And I'm like, I don't know. Like if I were, I don't know. I just like to believe that for the the better like i'd like yeah. to believe he could come back and like make things right again and figure it out but i don't know if it's true or not but they said that he still has wrestling bug in him he still wants to wrestle Aww. i feel like i mean but i just hate seeing him go out this way like i'd like but, to see yeah. him come back and fix it like i don't know i just I, a lot of the stuff that he said in that is very relatable yeah. i'm tired yeah. i'm old I, I work with effing children. <laughs> so we're way to a lot of people. All while eating like cupcakes. Like that was probably the best. That place has been booming with business. Just because oh, of yeah, like all the reviews. It's like I'm here because of CM Punk. <laughs> Mindy's bakery. And someone like on Twitter showed that it was packed out there. Like the line was so big. I mean, that's, that's the power of CM Punk. I mean, I just I feel like, no. like Tony's still got a love for punk. Like, I don't know. I just. Oh, like, he does. He does. I can't. Like, did you see, uh, it was one, um, <laughs> double or when he won the title and he, he went off. Like people saying that CM Punk was not a draw for AEW and Tony Khan went off and explained every detail of how he was a draw in AEW. So. Man, I just. Can't. Know, I, biggest, I feel like he's the biggest thing I've ever signed. Yeah, I mean, it was such a. I mean, I still yeah. think back like to like a little, little over a year ago when he first arrived and like how pumped the reaction was. Like, there's nothing like it. I'm just WWE like, gets. I don't think he'll go back, but if he did, that, that would be a bigger blow than Cody. I feel like. Oh yeah, and I, I just. That would hurt. That would be like, I don't know, it, just, it would feel wrong. It just wouldn't fit. It, then I feel like CM Punk's your only chances of, of competing against WWE. He, like, he's your last chance. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to get Stone Cold. I don't want him to get Stone Cold because he couldn't wrestle like CM Punk can. He can still go. He can still go. I ended up getting the Adam Cole. I had I could only pick one because I'm trying to be trying to be good about my budgeting, but I, I yeah, picked the Christmas Adam Cole. <laughs> the Adam Cole ornament. I was like, I miss you. Yeah. yeah, like I was I was gonna get two, but but uh just one, it's like $14.99, that's not including shipping. So the second I just, you had shipping on is like twenty-five bucks. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna get two is like forty bucks, so I just picked one and I got CM Punk. But it was it was hard to choose one, but because last year I wanted to get one and I never got one. So I wanted to get one this year. It's like you got you got to treat yourself to one. It's like I want, who, who do you yeah. want on your Christmas tree this year? <laughs> I got CM Punk on my tree. I wasn't sure they would make an MJF one because I know he's more, he, he celebrates Hanukkah. And I was like, I don't know if they would want to like put him in that like awkward <laughs> situation. Hey, I, I feel like if he's getting money off of it, he doesn't care. That's true. I was like, I can see it going both ways. So I guess in all fairness, it's an okay question. But like, still, I was like, 
please don't like be savage if the answer is no. I'm just just curious. Britt Baker. Rebel ruins the mood. I like Rebel, but she just you see that she just ruined the whole mood. It just kind of <clears throat> stole the thunder there a little bit. Anytime I have to go to work and like go into like a kind of crazy meeting, I like channel Britt Baker. That's how like <laughs> I just so. take on that like attitude. I'm just like, okay, like I got this. Her theme song had lyrics. Well, it was supposed to. Like uh, the first pay per view on the road to that. Like when they were making her theme song, she had lyrics. But then the, the, they never released them. But I got to meet her and I asked her. Why, like, like, what happened? And she said that they that they didn't like it or they didn't go with it. But she said she liked it on the video. I guess she's just being nice. I guess I don't know. It's it. It sounded good to me, but I wonder if we can. It's probably out there somewhere. It'd be awesome to hear it and yes, just I, yeah, like let the people decide like if they liked it or not. Because you'll Cause know. The, it's like the reaction will tell you everything you need to know. Have you seen that? Like the lyrics of her theme song. I, I have not. I'll have to look. I'm going to look that up, actually. It's the, uh, it's the 2019, uh, like, the very first pay-per-view, double in 2019, like, the road to. <clears throat> Bigger theme. Oh, they call it the epic with lyrics. Words are called the epic. That was what it was called. <laughs> I never heard. I, I can never find anything with the lyrics. I had to go in the deep dark hole of Reddit, but I can't tell if people are trolling that these are the lyrics or if they're like the legit lyrics. Cause I I can find these. Is that Sky Blue in there with her? I think it is. Yeah, it's uh, Sky Blue and Mass Marine. This is Baker and Hater. Hater and Baker, Baker. I like Sky Blue. I just thought she was pretty cool. I think she's with, she used to be with anyway, she used to be with uh, Dante Martin, which I thought was really cute. But yeah. Our matches were also really cool. I always like watching too, like the, some of the indie matches that they do. Just so you can see how much they've like evolved since they first started out, and it's always really cool to see that like evolution. Yeah, for a lot of those guys who are, you know, I watch them, but as the years progress, it's funny watching them like try out different stuff and seeing what worked and what didn't work, and it's so cool. Ooh, that's a good bridge. I'm gonna find it. 
There's a lot of hidden stuff people don't know about AEW. Well, it's crazy to think we actually, I went to the first full gear and just like, I had no idea just how like magical this like whole, this whole show and like this whole company was going to be like yeah, kind of went like, you know, just like checking it out and was just like so glad there was like a contender with WWE and like just the being there in person, it just had this vibe and this magic to it. It was like, uh, <clears throat> it really started when the elite, the contracts were expiring, expiring they didn't have to go on the Stone Ring of Honor or on the WWE. If they, if they went out of it, down with the wrestling, because WWE was, I couldn't stand watching it. I tried to get into Impact, but. <laughs> it but wasn't I, the greatest time for Impact from what I've I've heard. I haven't gotten to see a lot of it, but. In 2018, I tried to get into that because I was sick of WWE. It wasn't something to watch, but yeah, I got, I got into it for a little bit. But once AEW happened and they started losing, I, well, they lose people every every week, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> AEW was announced. I stayed up BTE January 1st, 2019. Uh... But AEW was already rumored in the 2018, but no one knew if it was actually real. Because it was rumored at first that Jericho and Jim Ross owned the company. Yeah, I remember reading that and was yeah. like, what? Like, yeah, I heard Jim Ross talk about that, and it was it was Tony Khan and them. But whoever got their whoever got their news, did not get it from a reliable person. Because <laughs> Jim Ross, I don't see him owning a wrestling company. Well, at his age now. Yeah, I would say it's like I, I'm sure he would have been capable, but like 20 years ago. But like, still, I feel like his personality. He's more of a you know, talent relations type person. So I feel like I could see him heading up talent for the company, but. Do you guys think AEW is going to have house shows? Oh, they signed Jeff Jarrett on Wednesday. He's the, um, uh, where is he? He has a position where he's going to be in charge of Grow on AEW as a business for international shows and house shows. That's what it means. And Tony Khan said that he is going to expand the uh, live event calendar. So that'll be awesome. I mean, I go to a bunch of house shows. I yeah. hopefully they uh, film them like they did uh, the one they did in Jacksonville and just save them and put it on a streaming service and they get one. Yeah, it'd be a shame to lose some of that because that's still like a content like library that you could still make some good money off of. I feel like yeah. there's still a good good amount of bank to be made in that regard. It's still a good like amount of like exposure too for the wrestlers. Yeah, they filmed the house always wins. I had commentary and everything. It just wasn't you no know, seen. That's gonna be tough because Cody Rhodes was on that show. <laughs> and then you just look back and you're just like, oh. I mean, you gotta put him. You can't take him out. Uh, I'm so excited, Ron Kitty is. He has been a lot more TV time. Uh, everyone said I can make it. So anyway, oh, thank y'all too. Uh, what else? Uh, do you believe in Joe Hendry? Uh, I don't know what he's doing. It was on Impact, but I I just can't get into a product that you lose. You like, I don't like the uncertainty of losing everybody. 
You don't know who's leaving next. Moving here, losing. But AW lost Cody, but I went to like the very first dynamite that Cody like he left very next dynamite like that was the first dynamite. No one missed him. No one was even thinking about him. Yeah. Like, everyone was still into the show. Everyone was still loving the show. I mean, you know it sucks. Cody's gone, but. And like the more I like think about it, like I like you can t- like I I just feel like it wasn't like anything he was like unhappy like I, I still feel like he's always gonna love like AEW. It was just for him. It was the right. It was just the right time and the right fit to just go to WWE and go after the big, the big title. I feel like he felt like he couldn't do that because of his EBP position, and then there were some like questions about his you know, involvement with booking and stuff. And I, I don't know, I don't pretend to know all the, all the hairy details, but it was like, okay, like I can understand. And like, he left very peacefully. So. That was a gnarly injury though. He had, I, I did feel that when I saw that. It's crazy that he went there and Vincent man had no plans to put a title on him. I bet Triple H doesn't. So if he goes back and doesn't win it, you went all there for nothing. I know. It's like I. That's why I would. I wouldn't have went back. I feel like it just changed like, the the plans over there. Like I just I, I'd have a hard time. I mean, I know it's different now with Triple H in, in charge, but I'm pretty sure Cody Cody was gonna earn that spot. Like he wasn't wanting guaranteed. He wanted to earn. Right. To win it. It seems like who he is that he would want to take that that route. Yeah, not it being guaranteed in your contract, like having right. to earn it. I think I'd want it that way to have handed it. To yeah, because like then it makes it feel like more legitimate. Like when you do win it, it's it, it feels that much better. It's not like oh well, they just had to give it to me. So. Yeah, just so I can. Yeah, I don't like anyone who does that. Like they just want to put a title on and I'm in. I mean, you just want a prop to sign. Yeah. I keep feeling like in – I feel like they might bring back the the Eagle title. I don't know why, but they, I feel like – John Cena? Yeah, I feel like it's time yeah. like for a title. I don't know. I just – I feel like it's it's time for something new. I don't like how all the titles look the same. Yeah, like none of them feel special anymore. Like they all just – Red and blue, red and blue. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like let's get a little variety, a little excitement back in there, guys. I feel like if anybody could bring it back, yeah. it might be Cody. And I hope so. that thing isn't true that the tag title is going to be combined. It's going to be com- like, oh like, yeah, well, like the same thing, but the, like there's kind of the W in the like in the middle, and like they'll just be gold. Mm-hmm. I don't want the W in the middle. Like, can't give it. This, it's not as cool if you make all of them look the same, and like. It gotta feel special. Like there's gotta be some like legitimate like oh yeah, that's a that's a cool title. Like that's think about the ones that like they like like none of them look the same. Yeah, and like they all like are actually like like I would love having that collection in the back of me, like just because they all would be like a, a cool story to talk about. I don't like any of the WWE. Well, the, I don't like any of the current designs, but I like like the one you were mentioning, like the eagle, the oh man, the all the ones the rock and stone cold had. The I know. I wish like I could just capture that that era in a bottle and like that's what the titles I like. 
I mean, John Cena's spinny one, maybe not. That one was just kind of goofy. <laughs> so. so what if I said, Claudio, you are the daddy of the family. Yeah. Do you think CM Punk would come to work and straighten some of the people that my mom works with? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if he says some of the stuff he said at the... I'm old, I'm tired, and I work with having children. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I'm reading the, um, what are they called? He texts me, Pump will come back. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like I when he talks, he can make a pretty compelling case. <laughs> How long do you guys think of you before Adam Cole? Uh, well, he may, well, like the way they were acting was he could be cleared tomorrow, or he may never be, he may never be cleared. So it's pretty serious, which makes me really sad because I really love Adam Cole. Like if he comes back, it won't be till winter's coming or next year. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel too. I don't think it's going to be like anything full gear related. Thanks for watching, Maggie. Uh, five star match. Yeah, Cassidy and uh, do you guys think the Tennessee Titans will be able? I don't think they'll have a pay review in Nashville, unfortunately, because they'll have to go to the same places every year. But the Jeff Jarrett's there, maybe he'll stop doing that. He'll he'll do something different. Yeah. And if you're gonna do that, four pay reviews in the same places except Revolution and Full Gear, at least have six pay reviews to make have more pay reviews to make it even. Felt like a lot of them were in Chicago for a bit, and it was like, oh, we, I know we love Chicago, but I don't love Chicago anymore. I'm sorry. I know. I, I mean, I, I like they go there, but go somewhere different. I know. It's like the rest of the country would like to see you, like, come back I mean, to DC, go back to like, I mean, if they, like, if they just want to go to Chicago, have all the shows in Chicago, don't, don't travel anymore. Just stay in Chicago every week. I don't, oh, know. I don't, I, Oh, Tony isn't. I don't want that to even be this, be a, a suggestion. I mean, he's still so got to do the, the Jackson Jaguars. Like, I feel like he couldn't. Oh yeah. He's got to. He's still got to call that partially home. It's not the same without Daly's place and Dublin I'm, and Vegas. I'm just hoping Jeff Jarrett gets that out of Tony's mind. Chicago and Jacksonville. Yeah. It's time to shake things up a little bit. <gasps> there he is, Ricky Starks. I know he's going to enter it. The uh, tournament thingy. Oh, yeah. I got Ethan Page winning that whole thing. That would be so compelling, too, if he did. I feel like he's been, like, waiting. We were waiting for his moment. So, like, it, it's time. Myself in the Woo! <laughs> weird shot of that one guy in the crowd just chugging water. Mm -hmm. Learned his beat MJF. Love to see Ethan Page versus MJF. Yeah, like that's what I hope happens. Got a winner's coming or something. 
Man, if they if they wanted, I can make winners coming its own thing, like its own pay per view or something. Because it, yeah. it's got that big of a specialness with Sting's debut. Came back, gives won the world title there. Danielson and Hangman's this last year, their match. All gear with the new number one. So good on the mic. Don't talk about MJF because it's not going to turn out well. Everyone that does that doesn't turn out well for them. That's true. Well, only for CM Punk, I guess. But Ricky Starks and MJF will be a good match. It's crazy because they've like known each other for like so long too that like it's been a long time coming for them too to like have such a big match. Yeah. I could see uh, Ricky Starks being TNT champion next oh, year. Yeah. He'd be a great TNT champion too. I don't think uh, Wardlow should lose anytime soon. I feel like they've kind of lost Wardlow. Like I hope I hope they bring him back a little bit more and do some more with his story. I, I just keep on a Wardlow fan. That war Joe bull crap I hate to say. I like them together, but I just go against each other. Like yeah. that's what we all want. <laughs> and hopefully at uh full gear it's Wardlow versus Hobbs. I don't I don't want Hobbs to win. Because uh, Brian Cage only had like three competitive matches: Brian Cage, Orange Cassidy, and Jay Lethal for a title. So I'm going against Hobbs and getting a win over him would be like another good win for him, and maybe even have a bigger story in that. Right. Because Willow should have that title. He should be, he should have that title for a long time. And then when he loses it to someone, yeah. I was saying it all out. It should have been World Love versus Hangman for the TNT title. That's what I wanted, but. That would have been a really great match, but I don't I don't know what's happening with him too. He's out on a concussion, which Yeah. They haven't really mentioned him for like a couple weeks, and I'm like slightly worried about him. Like I know he the last thing he messaged out, he's like, I'm sitting here eating a panini, I'm fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like legit worried about it when like you don't hear about wrestlers for a while. It was um that one clothesline. It was kind of his well, mostly kind of clothesline hard about the way he landed. Yeah. You might know this. Weird. I don't know if I told you this, but I, I'm a uh or was a, a wrestling referee. I don't know if I I feel like I feel like I remember you mentioning that, but did you say you had hurt you'd gotten hurt at one point? Like did you hurt your neck real bad or like Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, I'm so I try, sorry. I try being, I try to train to be a wrestler, but I mean, it's nothing that I mean, I could go back to it now if I wanted to. But, uh, like, like landing on your neck, like you're always supposed to tuck your chin in when you're wrestling. So they always tell you, but I wouldn't do it. Um, or if he, if I tried to, I'd do it at the last second so people wouldn't notice it. Um, but at first it, it felt fine doing it over and over and over again. But when you stop doing it later on in life, Catches up with you. Man, I feel like people say it's like having like a brick back here that just, I don't know, it just feels constantly like it gets jarred. 
And I can't, I can't imagine. Like, I mean, it's, it is like, it's crazy how like a lot of wrestlers, when you read their like stuff, they talk about how like it is a skill, like learning how to legit fall correctly. Cause like yeah. can make or break how long you're in the ring. Cause it, when I first started training, the toughest thing was the ropes, like running off the ropes. It was very, very hard to keep going. Like, like doing it every day. Like, like first when you're training, you're not, you're not used to once you keep on doing it. Like for them on AEW, like they've been doing it for years and are used to it. And they got used, I got used to it for me. What were we even talking about before I mentioned that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd mentioned, I was saying something about Hangman. We were talking about Hangman getting uh, injured and like you said, he fell funny and it was like the way he fell on his neck. Oh, I think yeah. That triggered yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I guess that's, I don't know why I bring that up. I, I mean, really it makes sense. Cause like, to your point, like when you look at it, like I didn't, it didn't like strike me right away as like, oh my gosh, he's like out and injured, but mm -hmm. it might've just been enough to do something like even just something to rattle you. Like, ugh, just. Oh gosh, Sammy. Who are you challenging for a rematch? I hope it's not Wardlow. Who are you talking about? Ryan Danielson? Oh, that'll be a good match. That'll be a good match. Because they had a good match. But yeah. I don't want to go for a TNT title. You and I have unfinished. This is the main event. Orange Cassidy and them should have been the main event. Yeah, that was a great match. I feel like this one will be pretty Warjo. Uh -huh. I don't want Warjo. I want War versus Joe. Yeah. But when Dynamite Smoke, Joe looked kind of slower in the ring. I think he's still injured, to be honest. Yeah. Pontoa. Wow. Smojo. He was going to say something, but enough said. <laughs> I like, just really appreciate, like, Smojo's facial expression sometimes. It's just like he's so over it. Like, <laughs> I want to see an uh, MJF and Smojo. I know. The NXT, uh, that whole the like scene with him getting pushed. I'd love to see him like, because like that totally fits MJF's like bill where he like has a chip on his shoulder from something and like brings it up and. Three or four. Oh, that's good. Brian Cage is in the tournament. Oh, that's awesome. Well, he's definitely earned it. He's in page and yeah, yeah, Eddie, you're not gonna last in the first round. Sorry. Uh Ethan Page is gonna go all the way. Slow down, Excalibur. Slow down. You got time to talk. Slow down. He just flies. I don't, I don't even know what you're saying now. Just just words. Just Moxley. I'm, uh, I finally got my hands on the Moxley book. 
and just started reading it this past week. I just, I just love the way he tells stories just because he like, he's so good at the highs and the lows and like building up to stuff. Like he could just be telling me about like how he made breakfast and he would make it super interesting. Like, Funny. Every time I read a wrestler's book, though, I'm like, all right, now I want to be your best friend because you seem like really fun to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of McFoley's books are good. Like, um, <clears throat> I got one that was years ago he put out. Have a nice day. Uh, it was I'm not sure. Like, he said multiple books. I'm not sure which one it was. I don't think it was that one, though. Oh, that's the only one I I've I admit I've read. I mean, it could it, it could have been. I got a lot of books. I, well, I got the I got a Batista one. I have an NXT, which I found in the NXT book. I went to WrestleMania Access. Someone just dropped it. No one claimed it. I sat there for ten minutes. No one claimed it. So, yeah. Why not? Why not take? I mean, you can learn something new. Why not? I used to go to a lot of that stuff when WWE was somewhat good. That's uh, crazy thinking back. Like I, I used to like crave going to like a wrestle. I still kind of want to go to a WrestleMania, but yeah. like the live it's shows, been, I'm like less. The WrestleMania is a once in a lifetime. Type yeah. Deal. We might do it this next round because Philly is not far from from where like where I am right now. So I'm just like. Hmm, like a drive up to Philly, like that's doable. Like, okay. <laughs> the other ones recently, I was like, I can't do Hollywood, I can't do Dallas, and like all those. But it's crazy that their last good WrestleMania, I feel like, was when they had a bunch of injuries. Yeah. What was it, 32? John Cena was out, Randy Orton was out. They got the injury bug over there. And they still pulled their best WrestleMania. But I feel like 33 was our last good one. I don't know. I just don't get it into it like I used to. Even with Triple H and Charlie, it feels like only a small things have changed, but nothing really drastic has changed, I feel like. Yeah. It's like I like that they're sort of doing a better job with certain stories now and like bringing back. I, mean, people. I love Sami Zayn. I love Sami Zayn. The only thing is, like, they're signing way too many former WWE guys. I mean, they're not going to have any room. Yeah. I'm taking that, like how people say AEW sounds too many more w- and like they don't like it when it's turned around on them. Oh, they do the same thing. Like that's the, that's why it's so ironic because you're just like, but you're but okay. I, I did that on Wednesday. I went on a full rant and started saying like Oh man. Still got no release date on that game yet. Pre-order now. How are they talking about? Oh, yeah. I said, Karrion Cross, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt. Stop bringing these people back. You're not going to have any more room. Yeah. Bring back way too many former WWE guys. I feel like they just have to be very strategic about it. And to your point, like, don't, don't just do it for the sake of doing it. Like, what's the long-term like, plan there? Like. Okay. I like to say AEW sounds too many people. When it's turned around on them, it's fine. 
suddenly it's a different story and you're a there's a lot of double standard i feel like oh yeah i mean it's 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 scary like navigating oh. some wrestling twitter i'm just like mm. i can put up a valid okay no marina shavira she got a lot of hate for her match but you seen everyone came to her rescue right oh yeah now when sammy gets criticized for his work you see anyone come rescue for him no nope complete double standard yeah which it's so sad like i never understand it yeah i mean i get you might not like sammy but he still puts on good matches he's still a person like he's still a yeah he's still a good wrestler like also it's not his fault where he's put on the show he's doing what he's been told yeah, he's doing what he's been he's doing what he's been booked to do. Like, and yeah, he maybe could have left some stuff his personal life off social media. But how many months ago has that been? I mean, at a certain point, too. Like, you know, it's like you said, you're like you just gotta like just gotta gotta move on, guys. And Lulu doesn't have that same TNT design anymore, anyways. No. Life goes on. We're all human. We all change. We all go through phases. Things happen. Say that same thing. At yep. the end of this thing, well, where he said he he said uh, name two people who's made the most money off of CM Punk. He said Vincent Mann and Scott Colton. <laughs> Some of stuff is funny. I, I listen to it every day, probably. That's how a lot of people feel about their job. Like, not all that, but some of the valid points I can relate to their own job. Yeah. It's like, I just, everybody, I mean, I, I don't know one person who hasn't gotten heated like that about, like, their work life or, like, someone at their work they don't get along with. And it's like. I feel like CM Punk had it because he's never been the one to do that. No. So, I mean, it's like, thank goodness there's not a camera on me when that happens. So, like, it's like, you but, know, we're human, like. But then again, if that was script, I don't, I, I wish it was. Like, it was part of feud, I wish it was, but it's, no, it's not. I know, so much of me wanted that to be a work so bad. But after the fight, I was like, oh, never mind, this is real. I was like, CM Punk won the. Well, I don't know what happened. There's a 2000 story that never really makes, like, CM Punk's dog apparently got injured. Everyone said that that's a complete lie. And Mary. I don't know if that's even true. Like, they said that apparently when the Young Bucks and then barged in, and they slammed the door, like, his dog was right there. And his two front teeth got knocked. Two front teeth got knocked. I don't know if that's true or not. That's what they were saying, but they're saying it was a complete lie. But how do you know it's a complete lie? You know what? You wasn't even there. I'm like, where did you even get this story that his dog was? I mean, I guess I mean, witnesses who was there. It just. But, but if that really happened, I would have probably went swinging too. Oh, yeah. If anybody <laughs> like ever touched any of my animals, like I would just. All rationale goes out the window. I'm like, you hurt my child. Like, ah. Which, I and don't I know. When my mother's driving and somebody honks at her, I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, get out of the car. Like, 
you can honk at me every day all day but don't you honk at my sweet mother like <laughs> and i, I guess they released, uh a steel didn't they yeah they fired him which like that was real because uh, kenny Omega was at a wrestling where he's doing something for AEW devin and on his head and you could see a bite mark oh my god it's like how crazy is that like I mean, I don't know whether to be like, I know people hate on me for saying, it's like, I don't know whether to be like slightly impressed or like terrified of him. <laughs> so he's not with them anymore. So, man, that is crazy. There's really not been a full thing of what really happened. There's just been speculation of stuff. I like to feel like it's going to be a dark side of the ring episode. I can't wait to see it. Oh, I know he's going to be on it. Uh, probably. Probably not even CM Punk will be on it, or do you leave? They probably want to be on it. Be like MJF, Brandon Cutler, uh, <laughs> Michael Nagazawa. Like they were all witnesses there. Head of legal. <laughs> Matt Hardy put something out today about that. He would be on it. I felt I don't know. Like I haven't listened to the podcast, but um, from what I read, sounded like on the podcast he said something about like how he. He wasn't there. Like, he wasn't there, but he witnessed everything like after it, like how everything went down. Got it. Okay, because I was confused. I was like, why are people upset? He said he wasn't there, but like, did he Well, he said that he was there, but then he rescinded it. <laughs> people I don't know if it was him who misunderstood what he was saying, or people took something out of what he said and put it in something they they twisted it what he said. That does happen. It's like anything you say turns into like a sound bite, you know, and people just splice it to put it in a different context. Four way for ROH title. Man, I love Orlow. I've read so many stories of him being like so nice to like fans that that he meets out and about. Yeah, yeah you punch him off the roof. <laughs> he's more competitive matches. This isn't it. No, he's such a good contender. Oh, these are just warm up matches for him. Yeah, but. Takes off the straps. He's still young, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> you see, uh, Prince Nada, the, the, the guy in the white jacket. Oh, yeah. Like, he starts hitting his wrestlers, and then they start hitting him back. I don't know. Powerhouse. He's not going to come out in the front, is he? Yeah, he is. Because normally when they do that, they're from behind. Ooh. 
Is Joe going to turn on? There's going to be, is there going to be any? Is Joe fixing to turn on Wardlow? Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay, he's coming out. Yeah, he, he was looking that way. So. I think he's, I don't know what's going to happen. Ooh. Look at the way Joe looks at Wardlow. Or looks more hype than Joe, yeah. I thought Joe was fixing to. They looked. Please do, Joe, so we can. <laughs> I really thought he was fixing to turn on because he could have put him in that. His submission hole he does right there. He could have. Yeah. He just kind of looked like he was about to do something, like the way he. I don't know. Is Joe gonna? I wish he would have done it there, so we could could have got triple threat at the pay per view. That would have been a really good build up for Full Gear. That would have been a really good moment. Well, how was it? Uh, first round here is two hours. I know that was such a good. I mean, good matches though. Like I, I, I like mm -hmm. the opening with uh, with Orange Cassidy and Ricky Starks. We got our, our Ricky Starks action and yeah, Eliminator match. I feel like the uh, best match was probably the first match, Orange Cassidy and. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, um, it, was a, it was a decent rampage for what it was. Yeah, and we also got the. But two more matches for Full Gear, the Fatal 4 and the tag match. Yeah, they're slowly filling out the card, which is good, because I think they're they're starting to lay the the, the the groundwork for it, which I'm getting excited. I, I love AEW pay-per-views. They always impress, so. And then there's the um, <clears throat> the World Lumiere Tournament. They finally filled out the whole bracket, so. Finally. Probably another match they'll be, they'll be able to have. Turn who the two finals are but yeah um that's much it for rampage we'll be back monday for whatever me and mr jacobs do for our wcw thing we'll be back for wednesday and then friday for rampage uh, <clears throat> definitely check out our social media accounts uh link description below facebook twitter twitch and spotify uh hidden stuff but yeah uh we'll see you guys on monday good night guys bye